But welcome to today's show. We've got a fantastic guest, Bracket Getz, who is an author to 42 books, and she is also Harvard educated. So welcome to today's show. Welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> well, this is it. And we're hoping today is going to be a great conversation. Um, I'm going to start with a a topic that you're very much aligned with, and that's the pleasure ladder. Can you explain to people what that is and how that gets into the rest of your work? Thank you so much. I love this because this is what I am loving spreading this around the world. The pleasure ladder, it's it's got has five rungs to it. I'll, I'll hold up a sign too about the pleasure ladder. It has five rungs, just like our five fingers. Why? Because it's empowering. It's totally within our grasp to bring pleasure into our lives. We can do it at any moment. And also, I want to say, this is not coming from my head, this pleasure ladder. This is based on ancient mystical wisdom. So I'm just loving sharing it because it's not widely known. And the five levels they also correspond to the five levels of the human soul. So as we bring pleasure in, we're nourishing different layers of our soul. The lowest level of our soul is the part of the soul that's connected to the body. So when we, it, when we enjoy the natural physical gifts of this world, when we enjoy them with gratitude, that fills our soul and we experience pleasure. And my, my favorite example is an orange because an orange, it, you know, like all fruit, all fruit are green because they're camouflaged in by the leaves until they're ready. And then they become bright and beautiful for us to enjoy their color. And they're, they're shouting to us, we're ready. So then that's when we pick them. And they're, they're sealed in like, like an orange comes individually wrapped. You know, this is how we got the idea for individually wrapping things. This treat is all wrapped up so beautifully. And the juiciness, the sweet juiciness is kept in for months. It's amazing. And then... When we finish it, there are the seeds of eternity. They become trees. They become infinite more oranges. So this was designed with infinite wisdom and loving kindness for us to enjoy it in mindful gratitude. When we experience it that way, it nourishes our body and our soul. And also movement our bodies were designed to move so exercise whatever it is gardening swimming um running dancing yoga all these things they uplift our body and our soul and um just being in nature enjoying it it's, so these are the yeah it's interesting what? you say about the uh the orange being bright um because it's ready to pick there's been studies shown that um, females, as an example, when they wear bright red, they are seen as more attractive. So do you think it falls in right. line with that as well, the brightness and making yourself look appealing? Definitely. 
the 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 the, the fruits are given such a variety of beautiful colors. The apples, the red apples, the yellow apples, the green. It's delightful. It's to delight our senses. In other words, we were made to be here to just really delight in all these amazing things. Exactly. So the next level up is love. And love, a person would say, well, I can't just bring life, love into my life at any moment. It's dependent on somebody else. But with this understanding, it isn't because let's say even if a person is in prison, they could think about a grandmother that once did a kindness for them and they're uplifted. They have this warm emotional feeling of love overcome them by focusing on the virtue of another. But so you, again, it's focusing. Yeah. You need, to, you need to give love though, don't you, before you receive love. Oh, well, and that's the thing. Well, that's the, that's the next level up. That's even higher. Uh, the, the, the higher level here, we're experiencing gratitude from someone giving it to us. With When we do something good and meaningful in the world, we are giving back with gratitude. That's an even higher pleasure. Like, um, I was on a show and, and the guy said that he had two slices of pizza. He was eating by himself. And then he was just going to plow through the rest of the box of pizza and eat it all up. And somebody knocks on his door. His neighbor needs help. He helps him for a couple of minutes. He comes back. He doesn't want the pizza anymore. He can put the rest in the fridge because he filled up with the pleasure of giving of giving to another, that fills us with an even deeper pleasure. That's even higher up. Okay. So, so, and, so, so, what you were saying then, if that is the next level, with the current level we're talking about, which is obviously love, you're saying that you can draw on previous experience that's put you into a good state but, to get you back into that state. Is that what right. you're saying? Is that what you're trying to that's, say? That's a great point. Well, here, what what the definition of love is just focusing on somebody's virtues. That's how you can bring love into your life at any time. Now, but by giving back into the world, doing something for another brings even deeper pleasure. It, so that's, yeah. Well, it's, it's like the Stoics say, doesn't it? You, they, they talk about with all the people that you know, you can look at this one's generosity, this one's curiosity, this one's discipline, and everyone's going to have certain traits that you would want to embody and things that you can notice. So yes. I think what you're trying to say is that if we look for the good in people, yes, it will reflect well on us and we will feel happy, we'll feel grateful for what we have. Yes. Everything that you have, someone else is jealous of. You know, you've written 42 books. Someone hasn't <laughs> even written a book and they're jealous of that. Is that what you're referring to as well with the gratitude to be grateful for what we have got? But when you fill up with pleasure, that takes away the jealousy. You know, because we we feel so full. Why does a person feel jealous if they don't feel like they have enough pleasure in their life? So the way to overcome jealousy is really to 
bring more gratitude into your own life. Focus on all the blessings you have already. We have so many blessings in our lives, every single person. Anybody, anybody watching this or listening has an infinite amount of blessings happening to them right yeah. now. We might not be aware of it, but but in, but but increasing that awareness is what brings us joy. It's like I heard once as well, like if we if me and me and you and another 10 people all sat in a room together and we all put our problems on a piece of paper in, in the middle of the room. <laughs> We'd all, we'd all take our problems back with no issues. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Isn't that awesome? I love it. Yes, it's an amazing thing. We don't want the other person. When we really understand what another person's challenges are. Exactly. So so in, what's even higher than giving to another person? Creativity, believe it or not. Because that's when you put a unique part of yourself into the world um you know like i'm not just going to my neighbor and helping him lift something up because he can't do it i'm doing something so uniquely me and putting it into the world that's an even higher pleasure it when you are in the zone of creativity you don't feel like eating or sleeping it's like flow state in, yes flow exactly state, the it's play like, state it's like um it's like me hi to semi high said when we get into flow state time passes so fast that's all we want to do we get into hyper focus and that, i think that's what you're referring to yes flow state exactly there's no time it's timeless we, as we go up this ladder we find more and more connection because what an addiction when a person has an addiction or anxiety, depression, loneliness, what we're feeling is estrangement. We're feeling separation. We're feeling disconnection. So this right away, we bring in connection, connection to a, one, a natural thing in the world takes us outside of ourselves. Yeah. And then co connecting to another, connecting to community, connecting ourselves in a deeper way into the world. The highest level of all is transcendence. It's when we transcend our own limitations, we become more of what we could possibly be. It's, we, it's when we make the first crack in a bad habit, in an addiction, we do something new. It's hard for us. It's challenging. It's also what we feel under a starry, starry sky when we know we're a part of a much greater universe, but we're a part of it. It's that's transcendence, that state of awe and wonder. We're like scientists have just come up with the fact that like that state produces the most chemicals in the body that fight off disease and infection and inflammation because it's the greatest high. Yeah. That's it. So this is the pleasure ladder. And we can bring these pleasures into our lives. It's totally empowering. We can do this at any moment. I think the thing and, that um, the 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 list of five. If you just hold it back up as well. Yeah. So yeah. If, even if you were to take away the title, the pleasure ladder, and we look at it in a slightly different way, in our lives we go through materialism, the physical. 
we then escalate into to loving and understanding that there are other things that are more important than just the physical world we then escalate right. into meaning we need to find a meaning and a purpose and then yes. when we find a meaning and a purpose we then go into creativity and Beautiful. we create and, and we then get into a position of transcendence where we understand that we are a being and that we are happy internally and we are in that state of total awareness and total gratitude and in a good vibrational state so i think the fact that it says pleasure ladder it could also say many other titles that yes. also show that level of hierarchy because it's a bit like maslow's hierarchy of needs isn't it where it's the basic is just food and shelter and warmth and then it's um um you need to to seek uh, uh relationships etc and then you get all the way up to self-actualization and i think that's very yes. the same with your pleasure ladder as well it is very similar, exactly. And 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 there are different levels of the soul, as you saw, that that this nourishes. It's it's accepting that we need more than physical nourishment every day. We have to acknowledge that in essence we are spiritual beings that need this spiritual nourishment in order to thrive every single day as well, throughout the day. And and denying that. We are spiritual beings in need of spiritual nourishment is what leaves us with empty lives. That feeling of emptiness is real. That that insatiable hunger real. If because if we're not filling up on these things, that's how we're going to be in a state of hunger um, and emptiness. It's growing bigger and 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 there's only one price to pay to climb each rung and that's gratitude. So it's, 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 that's it because that gratitude brings us joy. It's like, um, you, you mentioned the, the hole that people feel and you, you tend to hear this, don't you, with regards to corporate jobs, the nine to five, the soul destroying job, because they have no meaning. They have no love for the job. They have no creativity within that job. And it's, it's not something that makes them feel good. We've obviously got the five rungs. You talked about gratitude escalating you. And let's just focus on the transcendence for the moment. How do, because that's the ultimate level, isn't it? Let's 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 be honest. How do we get there? Is it just gratitude? Are there or there are there other ways that we can get to that place um of transcendence? Well, what other ways <laughs> besides these ways, what other ways are there? No, what I'm saying is to get right. to transcendence. So you said, again, if you hold up the sheet, to, to get from physical to love, love to meaning, meaning to creativity, creative to transcendence, it's gratitude that gets you through each. Is that correct? Yes. To each but, level, gratitude, right. But what I'm saying is, is there anything else other than gratitude that helps you escalate or is it just the gratitude side? That's That's what I understand. When I try to sub in anything else, it doesn't work. Gratitude is what really fills us up. That that is what I've learned. Now, like other activities, like people could say meditation, prayer, learning the wisdom of life. All of these things can help a person to experience transcendence for sure. Yeah. But tied into that into that tapestry learning about the wisdom the state of prayer the state of meditation all of that to me 
I believe it encapsulates gratitude. That's a, that's that's a part of it. Yeah. That is a part of really experiencing the state of transcendence. And it's not the abundance. And, I, and, and what I, yes, recognizing the abundance. What I've learned is that our purpose for being here, because that's what I was wondering when I was searching and in real pain, desperately searching to understand the purpose of life. What I didn't, it was so simple to understand what I was finally told is that the purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. And that sounds hedonistic, but then this was the answer. The greatest pleasure possible are these spiritual pleasures. They don't go away. The spiritual pleasures stay with us forever. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think you mentioned hedonism there. I think hedonism, yeah. the pleasure that they're referring to is short-term um uh gratification it's not i think what you're referring to is more joy that feeling of joy inside as opposed to chasing pleasure would you agree pleasure without gratitude is hedonism yeah that's that's it but but the gratitude transforms it into this incredible state of spiritual joy that lasts it 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 transforms it completely um basically it's when we do things for hedonistic purposes, it's about feeding the ego. Yeah. When we when we are experiencing pleasure with gratitude, it changes the entire thing because then we are feeling gratitude to source energy that created all these amazing gifts for us in this world. We're appreciating them. It's not like it takes away our feeling of taking everything for granted. It changes us from saying, oh, of course, I'm entitled to all of this, to a sense of appreciation. It it increases our awareness so yeah. that we can feel gratitude. Yeah, it's like the Stoics say something along the lines of, if you do something for short-term pleasure, the pleasure passes quickly, but the shame endures. You feel shameful that you've done these <laughs> bad things. But if you do something hard but for good reasons the pain passes quickly but the the, the pleasure lasts forever is that what beautiful. you're saying the, you that know, is you... beautiful i mean think about childbirth you know and what i was taught was this there was um they would say what is the opposite of pleasure and people would normally think it was pain, pain. but like you like you said pain can be a part of pleasure when you give birth there's a ton of pain. When you climb a mountain, you're sweating, your muscles are aching, but there's this is a pain involved in a pleasure. The opposite of pain of pleasure, he would say, is comfort. Comfort takes away, takes away the pain. It's the opposite, but it doesn't give you pleasure. Um, comfort is what covers up covers up the pain and then you're unable to experience real pleasure yeah and that that's what so many of us have done in terms of addictions addictions are a way to experience that immediate gratification the comfort and then we miss out on all the pleasure yeah it's not the hard the harder things are as well the better we feel after them like there's no point in you know you just walk into the shop and getting yourself a sandwich 
because you're not going to feel great after that because the pain and the, the the struggle wasn't enough was it whereas if you <laughs> something like climbing a mountain as you said <laughs> then once it's been accomplished the pleasure is lasts a lot longer so what you're saying yes. i think is yes. that we have to undergo some pain as part of that process to get the joy in the end is that what you're saying um yes and no it, it can be part of it but let's say i eat this orange um there's not that much pain involved i just have to kind of sit here and peel it yeah and i can still experience an incredibly grateful experience if i enjoy this orange in mindful gratitude, wow, I'm in like this amazing state, you know? Um, and and this kind of joy is available to us all the time. It, it, the joy of breathing. Now that doesn't take a lot of pain, hopefully. For most of us to breathe, we can breathe. But when we when we put our mindful awareness on the breath, it becomes a joyful experience because we experience it with gratitude. Do you think that people lack gratitude because they maybe fall under one of the seven sins? They're too prideful to show gratitude. They are too greedy. They are too envious. And then they don't provide gratitude. And just on, on a sort of side note to that, when people are successful, sometimes their friends and family and, and other people don't want, wish them success. Do you find that falls in line with the gratitude side as well? Yeah, well, it's it's an illusion. We live in a world of illusions, and this is on purpose. It the world was created. Let's say everything. There's everything, and in order for there to be everything, everything had to diminish slightly in an illusory way. Had to diminish. Had to contract in order for us to have a relationship with everything. So. Basically, um, eh, the infinite had to contract into an illusion of finite state so that we could enjoy it. We can enjoy everything that way, but it is an illusion. So it appears to us as if it's just a physical world. We have to put, put energy in to understanding that there are sparks of spirituality in everything to to uh, to understanding that this world is here for us to experience it with gratitude we we can easily miss that because we actually have to put energy in to experience it and that's how it was designed to be yeah yeah it's it's, 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 a, it's a mindset thing isn't it you know if 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 okay let's let's say for example your car breaks down on your drive you can either be really pissed off about it and say oh my car's broken down you know it's going to cost me money or you can look at it in and be a positive uh person towards it and say well the car was going to break down anyway because cars break down don't they and the car could have broken down a th- 500 miles away from home when it was raining i didn't have my phone on me and my phone was dead so even that you can be grateful that things happen in the way that they did even if they are bad because sometimes it could have been worse, first of all. And secondly, something good could come from that. Because I don't know about yourself, but I've had, and I suppose everyone has, has had things in their life where they thought it was bad at the time. You know, relationships ended, they lost a job at work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But fast forward a year or two years, 
you should actually have been grateful for that particular situation. Do you, do, do you think it comes down to mindset as well to look at things in, in that gratuitous way, if that's a word? Totally, totally what you were saying. That's exactly it. What the world appeared to me, it, the world became drained of color. It seemed like a gray world to me when I could not understand the purpose, when it felt like we get up every day to go to work, to make money, to buy food, to live another day, to go to work, to make money. What's the reason for all this? You know, that changed everything. Understanding that there's an ultimate good purpose to everything and that we are ultimately good inside that we, in essence, at our core, are infinitely good spiritual beings. This this changed my whole perspective, too. Um, when I had a food addiction, it was because I felt there was not enough pleasure in my life. A sense of scarcity makes a person just want to keep stuffing their face because they're not getting enough pleasure. I had to understand that there's an abundance of ways to bring pleasure into our lives at any moment. There's a show called My 600-Pound Life. They all say the same thing. They all say, food is the only thing bringing me pleasure. That's it. That's the problem. When you get stuck in an addiction, it's the only thing. It's bringing you comfort. But but you're not getting pleasure. You really are starving for spiritual pleasures. So this is the way to bring lasting pleasure into your life all the time and to break out of addictions. Yeah. Um, I mean, a good, a good philosophy and way of life um, could be summed up in a phrase, leave everything or leave things better than the way you find them. And that includes yourself. So if you're going to force yes. yourself, you have to leave yourself in a better place than where you found it. So you, instead of trying to stuff your face, you're you're self-sabotaging yourself, aren't you? Because you're not being grateful for things. Then what's going to happen is it's a downward spiral. You're going to look in the mirror and be less grateful. And you're going to look in the mirror and be less grateful. Yes. So it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg. If you are grateful yes. for things, more than likely, and this has been spoken about in many books, including Florence Goebel Shins, you are more likely to then get more things if you're grateful because you're yeah. grateful for things. So why would you not be given given more? It's like if you're a parent and your kid says, thank you for this, thank you, you're more likely to give them stuff. If they're not grateful for their new iPad or their new laptop, you're like, well, you're not getting anything again. And I think life does work like that as well. Exactly. And it's not easy. Let's say a child grew up with abuse or neglect. It is so much harder for them, so much more challenging to find gratitude in life. So I'm not saying it's easy at all, but still those people need that nourishment for their soul so much and this is what happens i i could show you this is what it looks like we we all have a soul that's shining but when a, a child has gone through trauma neglect abuse it, it's like they put coverings over their soul you know for protection to cope and they can't even feel that they're still shining but they are still shining and 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 the more that they nourish their hungry soul, 
the more that it shines more and more brightly. And they may need a coach, they may need therapeutic intervention, someone to support them to help take those layers off because they were put on for protection from abuse. But the amazing thing is that this resilient soul never stops shining, no matter what trauma a person has been through, it's still shining. And a person may not be aware of it, though, yeah. because of all the protection, all the protective layers. Okay, so here's a point, and this is something I've started doing. So every day I write down a few things. I write down what I'm grateful for. Actually, we'll come to that in a second. I write down my goals. I write down some affirmations. But with I used to write down what I'm grateful for, which gratitude is generally a past-based approach, isn't it? You know, you're grateful for things that you've got. But, I also, but I also write down um, what I'm grateful for that's going to happen which is like faith. Yes. So, you know, I am grateful that, you know, I'm going to build a family. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm going to increase my income. Do you think that works as well, being grateful for things that you expect to happen in the future? That's a great question. I have a chart on the back of this pleasure ladder. I have a chart like this. This is the value of something. Before you have it, this is how much you value it. When you have it, this is how much you value it. And after you lose it, this is how much you value it. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's uh, is I, it, the, the best way to to use an example for that is relationships. Yes. Because yes. everyone has that feeling like when before they get it, oh, they want this boyfriend, they want this girlfriend. Then yeah. when they've got it, it's like well, and then when they lose it, like shit. Look at all of the the benefits that I'm missing out on. So I think that's really really powerful. That is exactly. If anyone isn't seeing a video, you ha there's like a big chart. Before you have it, it's this tall thing. When you have it, you feel a tiny little bit of appreciation. And when you f do you lose it, it's another big tall graphic graphs on the chart. Yeah. So that's what happens, and um, it's it's natural. Our I learned that there's a negative bias. Our brains, 80% of our thoughts every day are naturally negative. Yeah. So it's a natural thing in our brains getting us to be miserable. Yeah. And, and we have to put energy into overcoming that too, to do exactly what you were saying, to appreciate what we have this very moment. Yeah. In other words, we have so much. We have so many parts of our body that are healthy and working right now. You know, yeah. it's amazing. We could be in this state of unbelievably, unbelievable bliss and ecstasy almost every moment if we really put energy into focusing on what we have. But it's like, this is what I do as a coach sometimes, is people come in with a very negative mind frame. And it's like, well, why do you feel like that? Is that yes. the most productive way to think? No, this is the best way to think. Okay, well, how do you then, every time you get a negative thought, turn that into a positive yeah. thought? Because it doesn't matter yeah. what happens to you, there's always a positive that can come from it. You lose your job. Yes. Okay, yes, you you know, you've lost your job, you lose an income, but now you might be able to find a better job closer to home with better pay. You know, yes, you're looking at it in that way, starting a business. Don't look at the negative things that can happen. Look at the positive things that can happen. Now, you've also written 42 books, haven't you? So 41 of those, if, if I'm not mistaken, are children's books. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. exactly. So, so how do you intertwine some of these messages into your children's books if you do at all? Yeah, brilliant question. Exactly what you were just saying, what we were talking about. 
my newest book, Don't Read This Book. It's called Don't Read This Book. <laughs> Love the title. This is, <laughs> this, is for, this is for children to teach them what we were just talking about right now, that there is this voice in our heads all day long trying to get us to be miserable. Now, it, this took me 30 years to write this book because I wrote it 30 years ago. And I felt it's not ready yet. It had a lot of, I had the title. I had a lot of good ideas. It wasn't ready. I picked it up years later. I put more into it. But just last year, I got the ending of the book. And I finally understood how to end this book. It's with this. This is the secret that this book gives to children. So if they learn this early on in life, could you imagine how our lives would have been different if we knew this from the very beginning? It's unbelievable. So what what I'm teaching children is that voice in our head that is trying to get us to be miserable. This is what I didn't know. That voice also doesn't really want us to listen to it. It wants us to overcome it. It wants us to choose gratitude, just like when we lift a barbell, when we lift a weight, it wants us to lift that voice off of us and choose to be, choose to appreciate what we already have. Because this voice is telling us, oh, oh, if you just get that, you'll be happy. Don't be happy with what you have now. And we go, oh, my gosh, that's that voice. I get it. No, I'm going to be happy with what I have right now. The voice will say, just have a little piece of cake. So you learn, you learn the tricks of, the, of this voice. You learn the tricks. Just have a little piece of cake. When I don't feel like getting up in the morning, I'm just going to stretch a little bit. Just going to stretch. A, and I see how good that feels. Then I want to move more. I want to do some more movement. I use the same techniques, the same tricks that that voice is using to get us to be miserable. We can use them. You harness that power to to live a life of joy. Do, do you do you think that maybe the mainstream media and Instagram and all these uh, um, uh, sort of avenues are making us f- not feel gratitude, but chasing of oh i need to this do this i need to do that you're not good enough until you have this product or this service do you think that's also got a part to play in terms of lowering our vibrational state absolutely that's why we got to teach children these are the most essential skills to lead a joyful life we have so many forces you know before instagram before social media we had tv the commercials they're doing it there's always there's always going to be that kind of input into our lives, whatever form it takes. We have to teach children from the beginning of life how to have a happy life, how to gain gratitude skills. It's the most essential thing for true success in life. As like Wayne Dyer said, success is an inside job. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that... So for many people, they live in a concrete jungle. They may live in the middle of town and they see negative programming everywhere from adverts to this, to that, to newspapers with bad stories, with murder and all this sort of stuff. Do you think it's worthwhile people getting into nature 
to to try and change their resonance and try to become more grateful for things? That's the first level. In, in This is the most important thing. Eating healthy foods, spending time in nature, moving, all these things that we are told are healthy for us. This is the first level of pleasure. Enjoy them with gratitude, sleep. Like So then one of my other newest books is Let's Stay Healthy. I wrote this during the pandemic because parents were begging me for this. My children are eating junk all day. They are not moving and they're not going to sleep. So like they need to understand why. So this book explains why to the youngest children. Why is it important to get good sleep? When you wake up the next morning, you feel happier, you have more energy. Why is it important not to eat junk food? I mean, I explain in here, the junk food actually draws out the the nutrients from our body. It's it we we would not water a plant with soda. You know, we wouldn't yeah. do that to, to a plant that we love. Why give it to children? It's like it it it's like um uh, the the book um chicken soup for the soul. I think that's a great title. You know, we need to give our soul the chicken soup, don't we? And maybe it, that starts with gratitude. Exactly. My writing actually is in a lot of chicken soup books. I write for chicken soup for the soul. Do you? So um yeah, <laughs> I'm in those anthologies because I mean, this, this, this is my philosophy of life, exactly. Nourishing our hungry souls. So um, um, let's say, um, would we, if we ate um, an orange-flavored tangy taffy, compare that to an orange. You know, even the wrapper is, is, is bad for the environment, while this wrapper is good for the soil. It's nourishing. It's, it's a totally different thing because that kind of junk food is created in a lab out of greed. It's, yeah. it's des- designed yeah. to be yeah, yeah. addictive. Yeah the, the, yeah, the motive behind it is already a negative motive, isn't it? Money and shareholders. Exactly. I've read this the Florence Scovel Shin books. I think I mentioned it earlier. Have you read any of her books? I think that that'll be right up your street. You know? No. She's got um, you... four four books like the game of life and how to play it. Um, I'm writing it of, down. The power <laughs> of the spoken word. Um, uh, your word is your wand. Um, there's a few. She's she's like a very spiritual based book, and it it's all about you know gratitude and thinking positively and all this sort of stuff to bring stuff into your, into your life. And yeah, Florence Gable, well, she's got some um, interesting takes um, and it, it sort of reminds me of your sort of myth, mystical, spiritual aura, um, if, if that makes sense. Thank you. No, I'm very happy to learn about this. I just wrote it down. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. And I, I, I believe that in order for your soul to shine fully, you need a healthy body. That's also so important. That's why a lot of my books, a number of them anyway, focus on prevention of abuse of children, um, eating healthy foods, appreciating our fruits and vegetables. Um, what else? Oh, swimming safely for toddlers and, and also teaching about disabilities because children with disabilities are usually the, the loneliest children. Yeah. Around. 
Yeah. So is there any sort of final points you want to make or things you want to talk about in terms of book names or anything like that before we, we sort of wrap up? Oh, I'm happy. So um, I just want to say, just start small. You know, when you want to build your gratitude, even one small action, celebrate it. You know, when you plant a tiny seed of gratitude, it's you're, you're, you're planting a tree and that can give fruit forever. So every little seed that you plant of gratitude really matters. And it gets easier and easier as you create the, the grooves of gratitude in your brain. It's easier and easier to practice gratitude. Love it. Um, if, if anyone wants to reach out to you, how's the best way they can do that? Oh, the best thing is my website. It has presentations. It has all my books. And you can download a, um, a, 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 re a much better chart of the pleasure ladder on the website for free. So you can put it on your fridge or your cupboard or anything like that. So um, it's, it's um, www.getsbookshop.com. I, I love the other one on the back as well, the, the bar chart one. I think that's something oh, that's yes. going to That's, gonna that's a great that idea. One. That Thank one on you. the back is really good. The the bar chart one. That's that's because everyone knows about the phrase, you know, you don't know what you value the value of something until you lose it and all that. But I think with the drawings, it really gives you a focus and, and to actually look at it and think, yeah, do you know what? That makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. But you're really um you're a really positive person. I feel thank just you. happier speaking to you in some respects. Oh, like, thank you so you know, much. You know, like, yeah, because it's good to speak to people positive because nowadays, you know, everyone's negative. Oh, this happened today. The bank's gone down or X, Y, and Z. And if, because something bad's going to happen every day, isn't it? Something bad happens every day. And if you focus on that bad thing every day, 10 years later, you've had a bad 10 years. <laughs> Whereas if every day you focus on the one good thing, you could have a good 10 years and it could be the same 10 years, but it's just how your focus lies Beautiful. that chooses how you uh, uh, um, perceive that 10 years. Um, but yeah, it's been a great conversation, Bracca. So thanks very much for being on the show. Um, I'll leave all of your uh, notes and, 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 and website, et cetera, in the notes so people can reach out to you. Um, and as I said, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. My pleasure too. Thank you. Thank you.